everybody, welcome to a weekly update um, from myself, Sarah Lean. We are inside for those watching um, or listening even, people watching can see that we're inside. The weather has turned here in Scotland and we have some horrendous winds and rain and it's just kind of ongoing and non-stop. You probably hear it through the window because I've got it open a bit. Um, but yeah, I've decided that I'm not going to battle the wind and the rain and here we are indoors for this week's update. Um, I actually can't believe that we're now in Friday because... Um, it's been a very quick week for me. Um, admittedly, I have been off for some of it. So my family and I decided to take a short break for my birthday and celebrate. So we we're in the north of Scotland and it was lovely. It was gorgeous, actually. Um, ticked off some bucket list items and just had some generally nice memories um, and things like that. Such a change being on holiday. Very different to obviously what the last couple of years have been like because of the pandemic. So yeah, it was nice to experience that holiday vibe and just do those things with my family again. Now in terms of the Azure news, it's been a bit quiet, but there are some significant, significant updates. Um, the first one is that SFTP or Secure um, File Transfer Protocol is now available inside Azure. And let's face it, that has been a massive gap in the product range within Azure for a number of years now, and people have been screaming out for it. It's now available or in preview within several regions. So I think there's about six or eight regions that have it enabled and you do it through the Azure Blob storage. So when you create an Azure storage account, you can enable that SFTP protocol and use that service as well. So definitely something I'm going to have a chance to look at. I haven't had a chance yet. Um, this week has just went far too fast for me, but it's definitely um, an exciting product that they've launched and hopefully Hopefully it actually answers all the questions and all the pleas that we've had around that service. Now, the other bit of significant news is that the Swedish data center is now open. Um, Microsoft have been hailing this as a sustainable data center, and it looks like they are going to be using that to help drive some of their policy changes because I know, I think it's um, by 2030, they want to be completely um, carbon neutral in terms of their water usage. They want to be regenerating water and stuff um, inside their data centers. They're going to be looking at trying to drive this data center with 100% um, renewable electricity or energy um, so yeah it's definitely if it's not already carbon neutral it's definitely going to be an exciting data center to see how they use that and where they're going forward with a lot of their plans I think a couple of years ago um, Ignite maybe 2020 actually I talked to one of the data center managers or the person in charge of all the data centers at Azure and he was talking about how they are actually thinking about their locations and thinking more about how they can use renewable energy. Um, and we talked at that time about the Arizona data center that was opening up and how they were going to be thinking about um, solar energy. Um, Arizona is a very sunny state, unlike Scotland. Um, and they were going to harvest a lot of that solar energy to try and drive their data center. And we're going to look at being um, very efficient with our water usage, etc., as well, because the um, water, I think, is a, a premium. A prim premium commodity in Arizona. Um, so good things coming out of the data centers and nice to see that Swedish region actually go live. Um, I believe you can pick it in the Azure portal and use it today as well. 
In other news, I see that Apple have kind of bended to what everybody has been asking about being able to self-repair their iPhones. Now, I think they've been very clever in marketing this. They've said that we are looking at um, being able to self-repair your iPhones, but when you dig into the details, it's only going to be the US at the moment, I believe, and there's only going to be certain components um, and certain things that they kind of are focusing on. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that's welcomed. It is a welcome announcement that we can start to actually do our own repairs and we don't have to pay exorbitant prices at Apple stores or even third-party providers and potentially look at doing some things ourselves although phones have been got drastically um, complex these days and I don't know if I would want to be um, starting to change my camera or screen on them I might be more than happy to pay someone to actually do that for me but you know it's a step in the right direction because right to repair is something that a lot of people have been talking about and think we need to start looking at especially from that climate point of view um, instead of just binning our appliances that are broken or unrepairable or we think are unrepairable we have that ability to be able to do that um, ourselves and try and be a bit more thoughtful about appliances and what we're throwing into the, the tip or the bin or whatever you want to call it as well so yeah I hope this has been a fun update. Bit of a short one this week. Um, but yeah, nice to be back. Hopefully catch you in my next video. And, you know, make sure you hit that or smash that subscribe button. And I'll catch you in another video, folks. Mm -hmm.